Before we start the podcast, I want to thank all of our sponsors for the Coastal Range Rally, CRR North 2018. First off, we have AutoWorks Detailing. Check them out, autoworksdetailing.com. We have Heel and Toe Apparel. Check out Heel and Toe Apparel, the soft, cozy shirts at heelandtoeapparel.com and use the discount code DWA to get 20% off your order. And then check out Stripe Design, that's S-T-R- I-I-P-E, so two I's, stripedesign.com, and use discount code CRRNORTH25 to get 25% off your order. And that offer is only good through September 30th, so act fast. Um, I'd also like to to thank sharkworks.com. They donated some rad shirts for the uh, giveaway we did on the rally. And then, of course, turo.com. They uh, provided Brian with a weird little car. So shout out to them. Also, uh, Haggerty.com, who provided towing, free towing for the everyone that was on the rally. And we also have Seattle Speedometer. So check out SeattleSpeedometer.com. Get your gauges done. He um, gave us a $2,000 value, um, full gauge restoration. Um, to give away at the rally and that was pretty awesome so check him out seattlespedometer.com and you can use the code DWASS to get 10% off your order if it's over $250 and then last and not least actually it's not the last one but Beeline Coffee check out beelinecoffee.com we love their coffee DWA roast coming somewhat some somewhat soon I think and by the way Nick if you're listening to this I need some more coffee um, it really is the best coffee so check it out beelinecoffee.com they're pretty rad and they provided everyone on the rally with a mug and um, a taster bag of coffee so that's pretty awesome and then we also have off the record I think it's the last one and Art just wrote me a note off the record Use the Off the Record app. Code awesome for a discount on lawyer fees. Take a pic of your ticket. I don't know what this even says, dude. Art, can you come in here? (laughs) Take a picture of your ticket and get paired with an experienced lawyer uh, immediately. And if you don't get a discount or if your ticket in case is not one, you do not pay. Oh, really? So it's it's like a smog check. It's like a smog check. Yeah. Smart tech. <laughs> pass, pass or pay. Exactly. So check them out, offtherecord.com, uh, and, of course, the Off The Record app. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks to all of our sponsors. Um, without them, we would still do it, but it wouldn't be as rad. So, yeah, definitely, definitely the cherry on top on the Coastal Range Rally. For sure. Later. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grimes. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, Hi. beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Brian. My name is Boxer. I mean, Art. What the, What was that? Hey, look at him. Look how happy he is. My name is Brian. 
We're talking about boxer briefs, and I got excited. No one heard any of that. I don't like any of it. Yeah. So, did you pack well? Uh, <laughs> Bill packs well. Uh, um, I was old leather bags. Yeah, he's old again. leather bags, dude. You're a straight passenger, so that's all you got. It's just you and your leather bag. You mean I just held it closely the whole drive? <laughs> I'm just saying you're kind of a guest. It's like he you, had it on a spit. Yeah, you you <laughs> twisted it and telling old stories. <laughs> yeah. Old leather bag. Yep. I used to have a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You going north? <laughs> That's a big bag, though. You could looks like you fit quite a bit in there. Fit a bowling ball. <laughs> in addition to all of his clothes, I fit a lot in there. I mean, I had you know a water bottle. And uh, he had his custom cornhole bags. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> had my case, the which were also leather, of course. Yeah, yeah, right. Leather pouches in the leather yeah, bag. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Good leather bag. Yeah. Yep. Just because you guys are still in backpack land doesn't mean you got to hate. Well, still in backpack land. I didn't have to pack as much because I had a heel and toe apparel Coastal Range Rally North shirt. So I, that was one less shirt that yeah, I didn't have to carry. You can't wear those shirts fresh out of the bag. Dude, I rock them. Dude. Yeah, I don't think they're that bad out of the bag. They're pretty soft. As well, is. no, no, no. It's the it's the uh, off gassing. That's. I don't feel like those off gas that bad. I'm kind of gassy. Pre, it's pre off gassed. Are they? They kind of pre off gassed. <laughs> Seems like they kind of. Uh, yeah. Is that a pre wash? They're pre off gassed. Pre-gas. They don't seem too bad. A lot of people were wearing them. But have you had that experience where you wear like a uh-huh. maybe a, an eBay shirt oh, or something, yeah, yeah. and it's like straight from China? I'm super early, start yeah. getting all these crazy rashes. It's yeah. the printing, right? I don't know what it is. I, don't know I if feel. It's the I mean, dye or the, the our socks were amazing by our bud Stripe Design, right? Yeah. Our buddy Eric Horn made some CR North specific socks. Yes. But I feel more that way about socks than anybody. Yeah, sure socks are like your feet are extra sweaty. Yeah. On a non-wash sock. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't rock them during the rally. By the way, and... until the end of the month. If you go to stripedesign.com, that's with two eyes, you can get 25% off your order by using the discount code CRRNORTH25. Awesome. Just make sure you I'll wash them before you uh, wear them. Where you're at. <laughs> yeah. I did not, and they worked fine. You're fine. I wore them yeah. two days in a row. Did you, oh, my God. Off-gassing, all right? Yeah. No, they don't have... Uh, you don't a, have wait, wait, wait. Stop. You're a two-day-in-a-row sock guy? No. Oh, that's disgusting. Normally. That's horrible. That's it was not bad. It was not on purpose. You know how I bad made... your life is when you're putting on <laughs> socks? Oh, <laughs> your, I, your I made this mistake. Your foot hairs are, like, getting uh, crushed. You're one step away from having a Hyundai in your driveway. Or being right, the well, Gandalf I... guy in Garberville. <laughs> let, me, let me make it a little bit better. So I wore them the first day and the third day. That's not so any they had <laughs> they had one day to freshen up. Rest. And so, But it was just this detail one that you brought up. It's like... I didn't plan for <laughs> Warren. Are you going to survive? Oh <laughs> Warren's dying. Dude, the fact that you skipped you, a day between your you, day old socks. Hey, you didn't plan for, I, didn't like plan for this, I didn't plan for the shower and the uh, dinner, yeah. right after and then changing the socks again. Got a plan, bro. So, yeah, how do you not? It, by the way, Art has some important information for you. Got, Got a plan, plan bro. bro. Oh, yeah. Thanks, but actually, bro. no, wait. We got to give him some credit because he was uh, driving a Polaris, courtesy of Turo. That's true. And so I imagine that you put them inside out and you... Attached inside down. Inside down. <laughs> there was a pronounced, a very defined was, D. You know, you had inside, and then <laughs> doubt was a new word. Inside down. <laughs> like, I imagine <clears throat> clothespins attached to a windshield. No. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm like saying? clothesline yeah, on your drawing them. That would have been amazing. If Especially you inside out. They're freshening up, you know? Inside <laughs> doubt. <laughs> inside doubt. <laughs> inside doubt. Um, okay, so you're a dirty bastard wearing... Hey, that's kind of how I roll, though. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just okay. letting everyone else know. I had yeah. leftover 
socks, boxers, oh, and shirts. Same man. Damn. But you were also uh, you just you and your car, big hatchback. Yeah. Tons of room. You could yeah. pack. You know. But I only brought one backpack. Same here. Well, I had one for all the podcast stuff. Backpack guy. Mm. Yeah. He has one for his go... stickers, one for his backpack, or one for his <laughs> backpack for his backpack. backpack, for the backpack. <laughs> Do you ever go backpack on the front and the and the back? <laughs> like, no, I wish I could pull what? that off. <laughs> you see those people in the airport? You're like, you no, I've never sorry, seen that piece idiot. Of shit. <laughs> Obviously wearing T vest. Yes, exactly. Socks and like that or Crocs. Yeah. You guys have never traveled with children. Oh, uh, uh, I've traveled with children. <laughs> did did <laughs> I just never? Did I hear somewhere that Crocs are dead? Like they're I don't think so. no, no, they're no. they're around, really? crushing it. Hmm. Unfortunately, um, we were at a hotel on the Coastal Range Rally, and uh, a biker gang rolled in. Happened to be uh, tourists from Finland on a <laughs> massive trip. <laughs> the least scary biker gang gang ever. Hundred percent. And uh, Marty, our boy Marty, um, said, "Oh my." God, look at their footwear. And one guy was wearing Crocs. <laughs> wow. Another guy was wearing like Adidas, you know, soccer shoes. And another guy was wearing just regular tennis so shoes. So gnarly. And this is a thousand, multi-thousand. They said 3,000 like- mile trip from Vegas, which means they're basically hitting up every single windy road between yeah. Vegas and we were in Reading. So you can't do it any other way and rack up 3,000 miles. So, mm-hmm. And he said it was their fourth year doing it. That's where you're at. It's they had a whole. They had a big crew. Yeah, there's probably at least 10 of them. Hey, man, the Crocs have been fine up until then. Why Fuck. not? Right? Yeah, I mean, I kind of got to hand it to them. It sounds a lot more they were all And they were all decked out in, like, Harley shit. Mm-hmm. The, the one, he had, like, a Harley. One dude I saw had, like, a Harley belt. Oh, hell yeah. All, I mean, you know. to be honest, they're living the dream as far as Harley yeah, guys dude. go. I mean, that's pushing it a whole month or whatever they were doing mm-hmm. it. Did you guys hear that when they rolled in, they were playing Born to be Wild? Yes, oh. it was so cheesy. Dude. Yeah, they were That's blasting so awesome. out their fucking Harley, and I, uh, I was That's with awesome. Marty. That was probably also why I got fired up. <laughs> I love that Marty calls him out. <laughs> I know, but it, I didn't notice it at all. And then, yeah, once he said that, they were all wearing non Weird footwear, uh, non Harley rider footwear. Yeah, <clears throat> very atypical or motorcycle riding appropriate footwear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but those bikes probably weigh like a thousand pounds and are basically just cruising the whole time. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty awesome, dude. Where do we? Uh, I don't know. Where do, where we, do start? we start? I never know. Speaking of packing, the Polaris is a packing nightmare. Packaging where, nightmare. Where do you put? No, stuff? just it's like a wardrobe nightmare. Actually, more specifically, like packing for driving one of those. Yeah, you need like it's like a, what do you, you what a, do you do? You know, you, you gotta need pack like a, all your summer stuff. You need is a it gonna be Duffy hot? canopy. You do, yeah. yeah. Duffy canopy. But even then, I mean, it was like I brought all my cold weather gear and all my hot weather gear. Right. It's like I I didn't know what to expect. How much um when you're packing for this trip? How much sunscreen did you bring, knowing you'd be in an open air car? I did not bring any. None. Zero would be the answer. <laughs> well, the you, answer you look zero. good though. You're wearing a helmet, and your hands are well. Are, I did buy some in gloves. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bull, bullfrog, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Went back to 1988 and bought bullfrog and came back to the rally. Bullfrog, they they dusted it off because it was. <laughs> I remember bullfrog being like really oily. I was just gonna say it's more like tanning oil. Yeah, I think this is this is this was like normal sunscreen. It bullfrog not, 2000, not oily. New formula. You're talking about the yeah, like the clear stuff that's uh, super I runny. I don't remember. That, yeah, it was just oily. I remember. It was yeah. very very oily. This one wasn't. This one wasn't oily. Not this good. was normal. Mm-hmm. That's good. I don't think it was the the vintage, uh, vintage blend. Hmm. 
Yeah. So you were driving the Polaris slingshot. So what was the... Uh, well, I think last time yeah. we talked to these folks, like in real depth, all all of us, well, sans... Art? Art and I. Yeah. All of us except for two of us. No, no, no. I'm, ta- hotel. I'm, I'm not talking about that. Because oh. I was like, all we talked about there was kind of what we drove in Brian's I only Polaris. The first 10 minutes of that. But when we were at uh, the Indian Casino. Yeah. So Brian joined us late and we talked about the Polaris yeah. in pretty good detail, but it was pretty fun roads. And then Art was not with us. Yeah. So there was no Celica talk. Um, so where do you want to start? So I guess that night. Like, or that, you know, kind of like hanging out. Well, I guess we just, we hung out at the Indian Casino. Big fan of Feather Falls Casino if you're in Oroville. This is great. It's pretty it's rad, Pretty dude. solid. And we didn't get in a fight with any biker gangs. No. Um, that was a plus. Well, there was a, a biker show of We some talked sort. about that. Oh, you guys already yeah. did? Yeah. Dude, uh, it was big. There was... Really? Yeah. Five cars. No, but there was tons of motorcycles. Tons and of motorcycles. they were like having this giveaway thing. And yeah. They had a tent set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There was tons of people. Yeah. Pretty uh, legit. And uh, beers, craft beers, $2.75. Uh-huh. Don't know how food that was good. Good burgers. Yeah. yeah. Really good food. Yep. So anyways, high on uh, Feather Falls Casino. And um, that brought us to Oroville and started the rally. Yeah. Rolled out early in the morning. I think I was probably like first up always. And uh, I went out, got gas, rolled to the the coffee meetup. I was first one there. Oh, you were? Yeah. It was such a nice day too, Chris. Oh, it was sunny. so nice. And yeah. I sat in there for a little bit. There was two tables being occupied by groups of old people just mm-hmm. chatting away. Yeah. Uh, I heard that one of them, uh, when I was finally got there and was ordering some, uh, I heard four old white-haired dudes. And the guy said, well, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing today. <laughs> that was it that's all dude yeah like basically it. they go there it's like i gotta do something so i'm gonna get yeah. up early and we gotta we gotta meet up let's yeah. do something Doesn't okay that sounds nice it sounds so nice and now now what <laughs> oh, shit i don't know that's funny they were so stoked to have us there though like super friendly coffee people. shop yeah, yeah the so lady next door spoke, came up to us right spoke to the lady at the coffee shop and she was really really happy i mean i told her we were coming and then uh introduce our ourselves and um, she was very stoked. And then, yeah, we basically got the uh, green light for a full-blown street clo- closure in downtown Oroville. Whoa. Um, yeah. And we could basically have our start of the rally as, as a show. Wait, wow. how'd you get that? I didn't hear as this. We were Talk to the mayor. As we were hanging out, the lady from the salon came over, and she is part of the uh, Downtown Business Owners Associate Association. And uh, she said she, they would be super stoked to have us back and uh, basically make it like an event. So wow. what that's that worth. sounds like fun. Yeah. I mean, that could be kind of cool. Like I think close. the night before you would do it, you would do like a, oh. like a park at downtown, you know, at night and everyone car show, on, car show. That'd be kind of neat. Very cool. And I think we could do the same thing at, in Chester and any other little town that we went to, if we really wanted to plan it, they would be stoked. Cause uh-huh. it, cause it's definitely a draw. It's kind of hard though. Fun. Cause everyone's like coming in, you know, at different that's, times that is and, tough, but you could do and, it. You could do it where it's like, uh, as we regroup and leave, there's like uh, something on the calendar so people could see, but then it's also drawing attention to the crowd and, and, uh, you know, not everyone's a car guy as we've uh, learned. So, uh, anyways, Orville was, was great. And, um, I felt so much more relaxed on this rally. I don't know if it was a smaller, tighter group that was more familiar or I don't know. What was it? 
I think that helps. We've got a lot of people coming back again, and you know, we we've got a few of you know each event is one more under our belt, right? Because the difference between the driver first drivers meeting at San Juan Batista and then to Oroville felt so different. Hmm. I don't know why. Smaller group. I mean, San Juan Batista was huge, huge. This was still a big group of so, cars. It so, yeah, it was big. Yeah. It's like 70 cars. Yeah. Like 68 cars. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's a lot. It's no, 100 I mean, people. What's interesting also is that, you know, as we're driving out there, like, we naturally disperse and you kind of join little groups and, you know, you have to drive at different spaces, whatever. But, like, every time we had a driver's meeting, you realize how big it really is, right? Like, because you see everyone and all the cars. It's like, shit, like, you don't realize. Yeah. I mean, we look at the, you know, we have spreadsheets and we're looking at the numbers leading up to the event. But, like, when you see the group together, it is, it's it's quite a few people. Yeah, and, those cars take up a full parking lot. Like yeah. A big parking lot. Yeah. You need room. But you're right. There was a very relaxed kind of vibe. And I think the way we handed out all the stuff, the way it was kind of like free for all, it was like everyone grabbed, they signed the waivers. It was very structured and it was kind of easy. It didn't take a lot of work. Yeah. Especially for Art. He was just sitting there talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially so for wait, Art. Well, we should explain because as opposed to us doing everything ahead of it. Yeah. Right? Well, like, before was, the first year, we packed year was... all the bags with every single thing. And we, we even had the people's them. names on them. And because... then we had them stacked in alphabetical order. And... Yeah. People would have to come up. We'd have to find their bag and all and that. And that was a little stressful. And then, and Man, that the even... Art had to stamp everyone. Yeah. With his right. hand, hand, the hand the hand stamp. Morning it. of. And they were wet still. Yeah. In the stamps. <laughs> yeah. And then, second year, I think we wised up and we started putting the shirts separate and then people would get their shirts. Yep. And then last year was this, the last one was the same. And this one we had like basically the rally bags only had the instructions and stickers and then everything else was you kind of grabbed it from a station and signed a waiver and it just like flowed really easy it didn't really take a lot of effort on our part i don't think and uh and you're right though like most of the people i mean there was probably eight seven cars and eight eight cars that had never been on one of our rallies maybe Mm -hmm. 10 sounds about right maybe 10 huh yeah but for the most part, it's like people that had done several of ours. So yeah, they're all yeah. like friends or at this point. We've seen them at multiple events, cars and coffees, yeah, or exactly uh, racing or whatever. And then uh, yeah, I think also we we there was a lot more time dedicated to mingling before we got on the oh, road. That's what it like, is. Whereas, you know, the night I mean? before, I think that helps a lot. It was the yeah. night before. There wasn't a lot of those. Like right, it right, wasn't right. like going around having to talk to everyone, say hi, icebreaker. Yeah, everyone. We we had already. Well, then that's great to know because I think we got to incorporate that into the future yeah, events. Right. It's like even if it's a close rally for us to start, you just have a Thursday night thing it's like a welcoming yeah right which makes perfect sense most events have that like most conferences and stuff have like a yeah it's like the rehearsal dinner cocktail hour i remember last the i keep saying last year but the last rally we started in san juan batista and uh what's an egg adventures you know they Uh, went there in the 356 and they posted a picture of like the streets and there was no one they're like is this all a big prank? Yeah. Because <laughs> they were there the night before? Yeah. I know. Because being so close to the Bay Area, obviously most people are staying home. But I think if we did plan something, it would be... Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was definitely a recommended hotel in San Juan Batista. And, there, you know, all the people from SoCal cruised up and did that yeah. Yeah. for the most part. 
and and yeah we just didn't make anything formal but it was cool i that's one thing that i really liked about this rally was it felt like we had more hang time like even you know i think that we came in a little bit earlier each night and so we had more time hanging at dinner and hanging at the bars after like i really appreciated that about this one yeah I even think... oh, even in the mornings too like i mean we did have a, a schedule so to speak but like it ended up being pushed out a little bit but it, it all worked out yeah. you know and because we and everyone was mingling and, and like the lunch stops were a little longer they were super yeah, long lunch spots and, and, after, and i think after. it worked because yeah. it makes it so much more relaxed i uh i always kind of struggle with that uh, planning i don't know if you guys are the same but where people are paying money to come on these rallies and they want to drive their cars on the back roads. But as we do it more, we also value the hangout time, like the parking lot beers and, and just more like, I don't know, kind of just mingling and hanging out. So are you giving people what they paid for by cutting the driving a little bit, but giving more hangout? I think so. I think so. Dude. And it, it almost is a moot point because we had the hang time and the driving i was exhausted from the drive like well, i think most you people were in a had, go-kart so <laughs> i don't think i was the only one though no, like, I, I, it, think I, right. I think you know it was plenty of driving like yeah. you know after lunch you get back on the road and you're like oh shit this is the long stint now yeah yeah <laughs> it's like by the end of the day you're like all right i know like, i'm yeah i've had a few times where i'm like amount. ah shit like we got a we got a lot of driving yeah. left and even like day three because the rally ended so far north you still are like okay like so this is the first time that i felt like day three was like a proper rally okay yeah i got so. i last year we did have a little bit there was a run yep but i actually didn't even do that run right yeah i yeah that and a lot of people didn't and then the year before we also had the little the little tiny run and then we all had um you know we all went to the hobbit whole place yeah but this year it was like we had multiple stops on day three regroups yeah regroups lunch. that it's usually like we go to cars and coffee on the last one you know in the central cut we go to a cars and coffee then we go to lunch and then everyone bails and that's if you know half the people are probably bailed by cars and coffee exactly right? but if you did do that last section of the one in february or, or it's pretty good i mean i've yeah. done those and roads it was, it was so a, i i, I pre-ran yeah, it all but yeah i hear what you're saying i mean that, that yeah that's a legit drive but this one was like we had the meeting in the morning then we all went along the redwoods and then we met and we and a bunch of us went through the drive-through tree yeah and then you guys everyone met in that at that one town and then everyone took highway one and we all met up on the and people stopped on the coast mm-hmm. talked about how good that section of highway one is yep and then we drove inland and we all and people went to lunch together and all said their goodbyes yeah so i don't know it just felt like more of a complete day totally mm-hmm. It was a long day. I mean, yeah. We didn't get home till close to eight. And I was like really glad I did that whole section. Really yeah, too. Dude, absolutely. I'm, I'm you know? bummed to have missed that piece. Dude, so that's Warren and I awesome. were driving together and like it, we kept saying like, dude, it's such a bummer that, you know, some people have to leave early. They still yeah. come out and it's great to have them support us. It's like we really appreciate it. But, but they like, don't get the whole experience. That's what's so much more important to us, right? Like for everyone, because we want to stoke people out and yeah. show them what's out there. Yeah, and we like, don't want to be bummed because they missed a killer road. Yeah. Right? And that the last, the last day as you're describing was as good as the rest of the rally. Mm-hmm. And it was for some people like better, you know, cause of the type yeah. of roads and like, it's just, it was just- also a different, it had a different vibe because it was, you know, summer camp was over, but Hey, we all live in the same town or, you know, we all kind of like go, we're, let's all carpool together. And it had this weird vibe because, you know, we had talked about how Avenue of the Giants and one Oh one is just, 
cop crazy and you just whatever the posted speed limit is go that speed and people obeyed that you know everyone was going yeah the exact speed limit so it was like this cr- really slow tour through these beautiful redwoods and then even on 101 up there is amazing oh, yeah, like really nice. the Stunning, big yeah. sweepers and and it's like four lanes across you know and it's so pretty and everyone's just going the speed limit so there's it's very mellow and just mm-hmm. calm. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the Bigfoot Museum and we're doing like tourist activities together. Oh, you did like, that? I mean, we're, well, the Big Bigfoot Museum, <laughs> there's, uh, sorry, not the big, the drive through Tree Museum. Yeah. People also went to the Bigfoot Museum. Okay. Like Kevin bought a hat. I did see I think Teal bought a, a, like a wooden bear, like yeah. a big wooden bear. Yeah, I think Whoa. I saw a photo of it that. It was in the back of his 924. Oh, random. And then, and then after that, it was like... <clears throat> fun fast good roads again and and that was a whole different section yeah. so it was it was a really and i mean i could put the last road we did at almost the top of the list I mean, that road was, was amazing oh yeah. the very, last, very road? last road and how about how we won i mean yeah all of it that right? was really good yeah unfortunately we got stuck behind some tourists but we um, had a we had a yeah we had an open section yeah, yeah but we got we, we got bit. around them yeah and yeah we Warren great, got to drive that yep and we had a great run it was a good group it was me driving the Celica and then behind me was Gen and the RS and then uh, Sean Grimes and Cheryl and the mm-hmm. Lancia Delta Integrale. Yeah. So we had this little trio and then I think we came out to the coast and you guys were all kind of still parked there and then we like blasted past and then we pulled over down the road and mm-hmm. it's so rad to like come out of a fun driving section and then you're like, oh, like all of our friends are here too. You yeah, know? I know. <laughs> just keep doing it. Just keeps going. Yeah. yeah, that last section, the very last section, the fun uphill and then Oh, it was pretty technical and like tight. Super and, tight. Uh, I love that kind of road. It was funny because like Thomas uh, Jutz and I, he was it with like the fat, like Ruben and stuff in his little 912. Yeah. And then we got there and he's like, I just need to take, man, I need to catch my breath. That was crazy. <laughs> you know, that was crazy. And I'm like, yeah, me too. I told myself I just want to go slow today and cruise, you know? And then he's like, all right, let's, let's just cruise. He's all, I'll follow you. I'm like, okay. So we just take off together, and then Walter <laughs> Walter Michael Wood follows us, us out, and then we get some other cars like jump jump out, right? You know, whenever when someone leaves, like people always kind of like yeah. follow suit. And then all of a sudden, I have fucking a line of eight cars behind me, or ten, <laughs> yeah, you know, you whatever, ten cars, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta drive this thing hard now, yeah, because <laughs> right, I was leading the pack, so I just like ripped up it like drove it really hard mm-hmm. and it ended up and so it and it ended up being just tom auto kennel and walter and i because mm-hmm. everyone else kind of like got left a little bit yeah uh and then i yeah and then and and we were just bombing up it and then i kept it slow on the back side where it was like big sweepers and stuff i just never went above like 60 miles an hour um, but still went around turns good and everything. And we got to the final lunch and Tom just goes up to me and starts like punching me. He's all keeping it easy. Keeping it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, what can I do, man? Yeah. Yeah. I but do. I but mean, it is one of those things you always kind of tell yourself, you know, you're like, you get, you get pretty caught up in it. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it's just, especially once you, when you see a good road and you get in the groove, like it doesn't yeah. matter. You're just, you're just driving, you know, exactly. Yeah. quite a few times where we were with Ruben a lot and, uh, he has a GT3 RS for the listeners. Um, he's an aggressive driver. And so Art and the Celica was doing a very good job either keeping up with him or keeping him 
with from passing us right like holding him back and uh and the whole time if you like if ruben was ahead of us and kind of like getting away we'd always go god damn it like look at the downforce like of course <laughs> and those brakes ceramic brakes like yeah geez, dive into the brakes like yeah that's not fair you know <laughs> so you, i don't know it's so yeah. funny to like it's fun yeah have these groups and you try to like make make it all work and it's i don't know it's just really rad it's fun. and it's fun too because even like you know, even Ruben admitted he was talking about it like after one of the one of the roads. He's like, it's cool for him, too, because like he gets with, you know, with a group of good drivers and like they get they get they all have a good pace. And like his car is limited by the road. Right. So like it's like he can't, you know, it's 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 geared a certain way. It's got a stiff suspension and all yeah. that. So he's having a good time at the same pace as the, you know, as whatever. Right. As the 912 might be with the well, six cylinder in it. So well, like, he was saying like a lot of the roads are like equalizers for yeah, these cars totally. right? it makes it's kind of like you know how good can you drive your car and if you can then it doesn't really matter but a road like 36 car like rubens is definitely if he wants to he can be he can leave everyone right in the yeah. world or whatever yeah, yeah like yeah it was really fun i mean yeah but I, that's what i love about it too how naturally like you know like people have reached out before and said like you guys should like stagger the starts and all this and it's like we don't have to do any of that like you just go and like people will naturally fall in their own groups and like people we're all we communicate well to like basically move over and like people will move over if they're not comfortable in a a group and they'll rejoin a different one and it's all good and it's it's it always does amaze me though how everyone manages to like break up so far apart though. Cause like some, you go through some areas where you only speed three cars Yeah, and like, we're all driving the same roads. Right. No and kidding. then eventually you regroup and it's all, everyone's back there, but or you'll drive day or two and not see that car once. Dude, I, I've, I've not been with like, I don't think I drove with like Kevin or Serge I don't or, think we drove with or you. The very I we didn't, didn't drive you with you guys all. once. I never saw Dude, you guys driving. Yeah, I don't I think I've you. ever driven with you. Oh, I never drove with I didn't drive rally. with you either. Yeah. yeah. Like on any rally, yeah. I don't think so. And then there was people like we we got we caught up like I was with I don't know, uh Chris in the 944 Turbo and Paul and we were in a we had a little three-person group going and Tom, I think and uh, we caught up with all those guys, the Foster City fucks, yeah. <laughs> and and a bunch of other people. FCO. And it was like we were behind this huge. Then we were in this huge line, and it was kind of like a slow line. You know, it was like kind of traffic jamming. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. And then they blew by the road we were gonna take. Oh, and I and you and, knew it though. And, no, and Paul's like, oh, he stopped, and then we turned around, and we were like. 100 feet past it so we got that road to ourselves oh the left nice no the right try to remember which one cal fire oh okay yeah, yeah. oh which uh, is so fun yeah, yeah which is so fun so it was just us nice and then oh and then that's where actually thomas jutz picked up with us because mary he, he had the video of us fla- of us oh, going yeah. by. Oh, yeah. so then he jumped in and, and then he you. jumped in and followed well, us so we could but, talk about but it's stuff. so rad like all those little the little formations that happen yeah, you're right. like all of a sudden you know like i remember at one point we caught up with i, I don't know some other group and then we took on one of those guys and all the other people fell back kind of like they you know we they pulled over and then the the one fast guy in that group was like okay i'll go with you guys it is pretty funny how all, all that yeah. happens like, did you it's guys all just natural did you guys get involved with any like repairs or any roadside repairs you did help? yeah and we did we ended up so we cruised with gen for a while on on um couple of well, three days all three days actually three days, we ended really, up like we were driving together it was pretty together. fun um so, and but we, it was just cool because the celica and the the lancia were competitors 
in the period. Yeah, they're probably right? pretty evenly matched. Turbocharged, all-wheel drive. Celica's probably faster. Hatchbacks. Um, I'm not sure which is faster. I've yeah. never driven the On a straight, it's, it's a little quicker. But like uh, otherwise, yeah, they're pretty similar. Uh, but it, yeah, he so <laughs> he was following us. Uh, um, this was day one. And uh, we're just, you know, just kind of moving at a quick clip. And um, I can't, I came around this turn and I told I told Warren, like, oh, like, fuck, rock. And like, I, I basically right where your right wheel would be, like through this turn, this there was a huge ragged rock. Yeah, it was day two. Uh, day two. Yeah. Uh, like a gnarly, jagged rock, not ragged rock. And uh, and so I thought it was going to hit the under underside of the car, like even if I like steered away out of it. Right. Well, let, so, me, let me also say that we had got behind a local in a big truck. And so we were cruising. Essentially, we were like, OK, let's wait till this guy pulls off. Nope. No big rush. Cruising along. Yeah. And so it was we were going slower and uh, Art saw the rock. and was like, oh, shit. And I barely even noticed it. And he like avoided it. Well, Gen was behind us, and yeah, he yeah. was saying, <laughs> "So he's like, yeah, we're behind this truck. We're like not moving really quick." So he went to get a sip of his coffee, and he ran right over the fucking rock, hit it so, like square, oh, square on his, his wheel, on his blew the fucking front right tire. Like it was this huge like, like jagged just punctured it, just yeah, punctured it. About like uh, maybe two miles later, we realized shit. Gen's not behind us anymore, and uh, so we turned back around, and he's limping the car along like at five miles an hour. And the tire is just wobbling. Oh, that's why his wheel got a little... Tire's wobbling off the wheel, you know, and I'm like, oh, crap. And uh, first we pulled over to, like, sketchy spot, and then we found this little driveway. But, yeah, he blew his blew his tire completely. And we were if we didn't turn around for him, he was in, like, no man's land. Yeah. yeah. Did he have a spare? Yeah. He did, which was flat. Oh. So <laughs> what did he, he do? He had a donut. Um, it's kind of a long story, but basically we had some rad locals that um, came out to check on us in, we were basically in their front yard, and um, oh, you didn't know a pump. He didn't pump it. No. He brought us some compressed air, and uh, we pumped it up. Oh, so, so you did just need to pump it. Yeah, and it worked to get him into the tire shop. And yeah. from there, he had to go get a tire, and which someone in town had a tire, and he was back. He basically met up at lunch. Yeah, I think. Nice. Yeah, well, right at the right, gas, station. gas station. Yeah, so our 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 regroup. He was there. So yeah, because we went back to the uh, the tire. Uh, shop with them and basically as Warren said we eventually found a place that had one and then we just went over there we just headed straight to lunch so we missed the Cal Fire section uh, which we drove together um, on the pre-run so we knew but it was all good you know I mean we we knew Mm -hmm. we drove it it's fine Um, and uh, yeah so that was that and then so we had um, Derek uh, I was there when he like blew a turbo or whatever in his uh, uh, Audi wagon so that's so the were, consensus. Is that's what probably would happen? No, I say whatever because we don't really know yeah. actually. But it seems that, like that's a turbo the way it was smoking. Billowing yeah, that's, that's usually what happens when yeah. a turbo blows. And he was like losing power because they they're like, oil fed and all the seals go out basically. Right, right, right. But that was like in a, <clears throat> you know, on whatever that super fun road yeah. was that I won't name, but um, you know, it was in the middle <laughs> middle of that section basically. Well, that was day one but, too, right? No, it was day two. That's two. And then uh, we lost the 914. Yeah, uh, no, that was before Reading. Um, it, was day one. it was day one. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It yeah, it was one. after lunch. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenon uh, in his 914. First, first section. Yeah, yeah, I meant to uh, text him to see how that's. I looked out. on uh, Instagram. He's and he, commenting on stuff. Yeah, he didn't. I don't think he knows yet. Bummer, dude. I like it's. I just feel bad because like when that happens, I want to reach out to him immediately and be like, "Hey, I'm sure we can find you a passenger seat." Well, no, I offered. Okay, what did yeah, he say? He denied. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think he just wanted to get at home and yeah. yeah. At that point, he was. 
yeah. probably kind of depressed. I know, yeah. Uh, Derek. But yeah, so what happened with that was he, you know, I guess uh, the oil light flickered, and it was right as he was coming up on that uh, construction zone down, like, right, right by the water, and uh, it went off, and then it went back on solid, and he was basically just idling. He pulled off and shut it down immediately. Um, and, and didn't restart heard, it. Heard, heard, didn't restart it. Heard no weird noises, no smells or anything. Um, just low oil pressure light came on, and so hmm. did the right thing. And then I was standing with them in the uh, the tow yard. So the cops cops pull up, stop right next to where we're having lunch, and they get out. And it's like, um, you know, okay, <laughs> good sign. Everybody's everybody's safe. You know, like they're getting out. They're not. It's not an ambulance or anything. So oh. that's good. It's a mechanical thing, not a not a an accident thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they the a, a cop had dropped him off at the uh triple a rep there um and i was standing in the inside when he was talking to him and the guy was like yeah i was a you know porsche and air-cooled mechanic for a super long time back in the day and he's like he's like you know that's not it's not a good sign he's like typically you have like five seconds to turn it off before complete engine failure and he was pretty gloom and doom so. so the one yeah i'd heard some things but we'll see yeah, it's. I mean, it's out. You know, if you didn't, I don't know. You're thinking we'll temperature, because I mean, like when you get oil hot. So he had a problem yeah. before that. He was leaking. It was leaking oil out of the rear main onto the exhaust and smoking everywhere. I heard mm. about that. So that was the first problem. Yeah. Then he was putting oil in it, and the thought is maybe you put too much oil in it. Oh. Uh, hmm. Damn, that's a bummer though. That's a great car. Um, yeah, yeah I think it's cool. Yeah. Beautiful. I just and, talked to Mike, uh, Mike Lewis from Michelin today, and he actually, we're, he was asking you know, like how the rally went, and I told him about that car, and he's like, dude, that was like my favorite car on the yeah. rally because he drove an SVX out from uh-huh. uh, the Clarion guys, and he drove with him a lot, and he yeah. said like he just loved the car on the road and yeah. the color and everything. Yeah, the color is amazing. So yeah. You never see that. It's like gold metallic mm-hmm. on the Steelys. Uh, yeah, so super cool. What were the who were the other fail? Was there any other cars? That, only those two. Cars Cars dropped out. Right? Drew, Drew had a drama. But, oh, but dude, cracked, yeah. he had a cracked wheel, which was already uh, had some problems before the rally. Cra- That's crazy that he took it. Well, I think he'd been driving it without issue, but he hit the first really gnarly road, and you know whatever happened, it went straight to flat. Yeah, and then he had to, you know, the next day and a half or whatever he was dealing with, trying to find a wheel, and then two wheels and tires, and yeah, total pain in the ass. But he rallied on. Hit uh, all mm-hmm. of day three, man. The end of day two and all of day three. Oh, he did get the last section of day two. Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was really really stoked about that. Um, and then Croc, our boy Croc, Jason oh, Four. Yeah, right. Um, he had back pains. He had a back issue before the rally started, like the day before. He tweaked his back, and then he was kind of fighting it the whole time. And then morning of day two, he basically just bowed out and went home. Yeah, he was like straight up. Pull in, ice it, yeah. you know, heat ice, like yeah. you know, popping pills. To and I was telling him by. like most people would have wouldn't even show no, him. So yeah. he was he right. was a trooper. Yeah. So it's great to see him. Feel feel better soon, Phil. Hopefully uh-huh. you're feeling better already. Yeah. yeah, I went to the donut shop with him that morning, and he bailed from there. Yeah, yep. Dang. Yeah. So Warren and I shared the Celica, which. Yeah. Uh, was rad we had a really good time in it it was Shakedown kind miles. of like the ideal car for this dude, rally dude shake down miles dude i mean that you is just like, buy a car I, straight up bring a trailer i would almost guarantee you that car's never been driven like this before you it's know it's possible very yeah. possible it's very possible. It i mean florida. it is carlos yeah. signs well it was originally from washington then the guy moved to tennessee and then he moved to florida but oh, okay but 
Yes. I just like knowing the guy and like the type of driving he liked to do. Like he was more like somebody pulls up next to me on the freeway kind of thing. Right. Uh, this is, yeah, definitely. We, we put it through its paces and Shaked on miles. yeah, outside of a little bit of like, you know, the, the car got warm going uphill in the steepest section of the rally up to 4,000 elevation, under pretty steady boost under steady boost chasing Ruben. Like that was, and it yeah. went up to three quarters. It wasn't the end of the world, but and it turns out it was a little low, and I'm 99% sure that the radiator cap is bad. Um, it was fine. It was great. Three quarters isn't pro- probably that bad. On that that would be no. expected, yeah. Especially on that car. Like, that yeah, guy's, it's, it's like, got a metal head gasket and, like, beefy, like, mm-hmm. aftermarket ARP head studs. I was and, driving at the time, and it did not, uh, performance changed zero. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was more a precautionary thing. We pulled over and, like, started to kind of. wanted to check it out and yeah. make sure. But, uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was it was very comfortable to drive, like, over all of the roads, mm-hmm. regardless of the conditions. Um, and, you know, it was it was super fun to, um, to just kind of, like, really, as you're saying, yeah, just shake it down and see what it's about, you know, because we were not forgiving, you know. It's no. like, we're going to drive this thing how we're going to drive it. We're going to enjoy this rally and see what happens. And, it was fine. We had a shit ton of octane booster with us because it yeah. is still tuned to ninety three. Yep, dude, uh, I loved seeing it out there on the rally. It just was, you know, it's such a unique car. Like you just don't see them. Yeah, and Zero, I, yeah. I know. And it's I was so also clean. really like stoked to see how stoked people were about it. Like everyone yeah. was like all like all asking questions and like you know people really liked it. It was it was cool. Yeah, how were good seats? at lying. <laughs> like oh my god it's amazing and seats, how, seats how were really good seats? they looked really good they're i mean bolstered. they're just standard the, super bolstered cloth seats right yeah. the one thing that art mentioned is that the the material is like grip tape kind of it's very nice. grippy you don't nice. want to move at all so the equivalent leather seat i think there would be some movement you yeah. know and i love a good cloth seat yeah yeah like you try to adjust and you can't it's right. really weird you have to like stop the car and get up. get up like it's really grippy yeah uh but yeah i mean warren drove it i don't know what are your impressions yeah on it? i mean first things first it's a it's a frantic car you know you're always in boost it's constantly blow off valve um, hissing. We, we were kind of joking around. It was like um, Pancho Villa, like, pshoo, 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 or like Yosemite <laughs> Sam, like, because it, it really, I mean, we would laugh at it even day three. If you would just be in boost a certain way, it would kind of make a new sound, like, sometimes it was kind of farty. I was like, and it's very buzzy through the chassis. Maybe it's like, hard mounts or exhaust the way it's resonating or something but it i mean it buzzes the whole car so it's not like a gt refined refined thing it's like you feel like you're in a race car kind of um and that's we were, not what i was picturing yeah it's pretty it's rally cars yeah yeah. It's, yeah did you get the exhaust off the chassis I didn't. So what I did is, so there is, I was, I was explaining to Warren that there is one of the mounts that uh, basically one of the little metal pieces that sticks out of the exhaust that's uh-huh. welded onto that. That's supposed to be completely dampened by an exhaust hanger, right? Uh-huh. And unfortunately, the tip of that is hitting the bottom, the undercarriage uh, of the car. That could be a big part. Yeah, of it. it's a big, I'm pretty sure. So what I did before the rally is because I couldn't do anything about that. It Duct needs tape. to be cut off and redone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I pried it down so it didn't hit it and I slipped uh, a rubber hose over it like a really heavy duty like fuel hose over it yeah, yeah. 
and it got better. It was it's not as bad as when we drove it up, yeah. but it's still there. It's yeah. more just like like a just like a almost like a frequency, like a vibration yeah. throughout the whole mm-hmm. car. Exactly. Uh, when you get out of it, you're like, uh, kind of feels like when your ears like you get out of a concert and you're kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like everything's a little. It's still yeah. annoying. It yeah. drones a little too, right? And it does drone a little yeah. bit. Well, we, wait, not with the way we're driving. It, yeah, it drones like RPM. it drones yeah. at like seventy miles an hour at like three thousand. Yeah. You know, but yeah, like yeah. when you're like up there, it, it goes away. And it took a little while to get used to steering. Steering's a little more boosted than you would think um once you get used to it but fine. it's pretty direct and it is and the tires are insane we i never heard it's chirp or yeah. skid once it's ps4s and, right and we PS4 I mean, yeah i mean think of that driving a thousand miles at pretty hard we, we really need to get on michelin to make some tires for 16 inch wheels dude. it's <laughs> happening because i i mean i have their exalta you know whatever old school porsche high performance summer tires yeah I mean, they're just not, they're, they're like good and everything and they have a nice ride and they're fine, but they're not there compared to like a super yeah. sport oh, of course or something. Not, yeah. I mean, you, they'll like, they'll protest a tiny bit if you're you yeah. know, in certain situations and you feel the sidewall kind of flex a little more than you would. And yeah. The one thing that's a like, lot more. like really good or really cool about a tire like this is like the PS4 is, is that it's very consistent, like, like th- at a huge temperature range. Mm-hmm. And it could take a lot of abuse, right? So like it can, and that's like, whereas like you can get like, even in a Zenny's, like an RT615K, which is renowned for having a lot of grip, like it starts to get greasy, you know, like after repeated abuse. And then next thing you know, you've heat cycled it out and then it's no good, right? Whereas this rubber is like fucking magical. It's like ridiculous. I think that's, Michelin does a really good job with that. Even with my tires, it's like, I'm saying all this, like they have a little bit lower levels, but they're still so predictable and you don't feel like a difference. Like they're good in the cold and they're good when they're green, like when they're hot, mm-hmm. they don't lose anything. Right. And they're yeah. like, super, like I aren't, I mean, we're never talking about that with like cars. It's like, um, driving that C5 Corvette, it felt unpredictable to me. Mm. Like, I don't care if a car has the lowest levels on earth. Like his mighty max, you know, you could know be fun if you know, you know what, how it's going to, right. Or, yep. how, what it's going to do. Yep. <laughs> it's like his, driving I'm a, sure it a doesn't. Ford, but you know. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. a car can be like yeah. awful hand, like not handle well, but so as long it's as it's predictable, you can like do stuff and have fun with it. And I think that's what th- those tires have a lot of. Yeah. And yeah, somehow they have super long life. Yeah. Yeah. They last and, longer than the other tires. And they're really comfortable, which yeah, is like yeah. fucking mind boggling, right? right? It's like no. they're, and they don't make a lot of noise. No, yeah, Remember one don't. guy, one guy wrote on our Instagram, but they ride so rough. Or... I don't know what the hell he's talking yeah. about. Like, I mean, dude, like we, we were riding like uh, all of the roads, like anything where people were like, Oh my God, I did this or my bag or it's vibrant. And we're like, what? We're like yeah. butter yeah. through all that shit. Like my suspension, I softened it up beforehand too. And like, I saw you but um, it was, it was really, it was super ideal, dude. Like we were so yeah, stoked. Yeah. Uh, we, we pushed the suspension really hard yeah i mean maybe really, really hard maybe some uh some uh airborne action <laughs> yeah multiple times and uh probably not though uh but it was great yeah last we, day we hit a bump so hard and it was just in the shadows when i was driving it wasn't driving that fast but it was a really hard bump we both hit our heads on the roof of the car Whoa. <laughs> yeah like and we smashed. i'm like certainly the tires got a bolt yeah, you know like, like a oh, bulgy we're, sidewall we're gonna pull over any second with all four flat tires yeah and uh nope Michelin's were totally fine yeah so, and but, they don't have a big sidewall these are 45s so they're yeah, like they're not they're, very big uh, yeah, they're, yeah they're okay but okay um yeah so it was it was great i had a good time in the car and i mean definitely like 
um, made me like want to drive it more. You know, it's like uh -huh. I didn't, I was not disappointed with it at all. And it's, it's very capable. It's, it's, and it's also like, um, you can go into a turn very, very hot and lift and like the rear end lightens up real nice. But as soon as you stomp back on the throttle, you're ripping out. Yep. It's not like you're totally out of control, you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's all wheel drive fun well-balanced uh -huh. you know it's, it's cool it's, it's really a, cool it's a screamer i mean you you're constantly revving it up and in boost and it's how how's the power uh before boost it's okay it's it's pretty predictable i mean it's not like a you know an early turbo where there's nothing 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 and bam it's okay it's kind of coming on you can kind of feel it even from low rpm spooling 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 but the minute you let off it's like you know and then it gets back into it and it's kind of yeah. addicting i mean you get used I don't, I don't know if That's you get cool. used to it, but you, you want to keep doing it. You know? So I, I heard, um, I listened to the show that you guys recorded. I think it was a question show. Um, like oh, about, the, did you make the right choice? Right, the right choice. So what's your answer? And, no, well, well, I wanted to hey, hear wait, your what's answer. what's the question? So it was, um, it, did Art make the right choice by purchasing this, the Celica Alltrack? Oh. Like, should he have bought, purchased something else, right? Yeah. He said, and, Art, it's coming from a place of love. And uh, and I just, I, I was listening to it on the way down today, and um, I wanted to hear Warren's answer because he was saying like, ah, maybe if he drove it, he wouldn't have, he would have chosen something else. And like, but yeah. now that you've experienced it, like, no, do you I still think, think like, I think, um, I don't know if you would have bought that example. Hmm. If you would have seen it, uh, just because I think you've talked about it on bring a trailer is advertised as a little more, um, mint yeah. than it actually is. Yeah. And the fact that it's got a little tuning to do and, you know, just like maybe if you had seen it in the flesh, you might have been like, eh, I'm going to hold out for, you know, example B or right. what have you. But no, no. I mean, like the driving experience and also to like check that box and say I've owned, you know, Carlos Sainz edition um, is pretty important. So, yeah. But then my question to you is, uh, do you think that you would have bought a that example or that you are already kind of longing for something with more power, more refinement, you know, what, what's your take? No, I think I, I was actually like, I think like I would have been very underwhelmed with a stock version. So I'm happy that this one has been built this way because it's like, it's just the right amount of power also. Like, just like, like we always preach, right? Like it's, yeah. it's quick, but it's not super fast and it's a and good balance setup. It. You have to like kind of beat it to to go you fast, have to stay right? in boost like you have to be up there and like it, it that's where it's happiest and like you know you're shifting a lot and like to get to stay in that spot and like you have to really think about it right otherwise if you fall out you're like okay this will be fine in third and then you're just like you're way at the bottom right. again right so yeah. so there's a lot of that and i think it's it's the right amount of power for the chassis like in the setup it's it's really fun as is um i agree aesthetically like i'm a little annoyed that it's got maybe a few more dings on it and it's got some dance here and there or yeah. like shit like that but it's all stuff that could be remedied yep. uh, but I don't know I actually I think it, it's it's a good buy um, I you know I, I don't know like I mean I'm not sure because the weird thing about this also is that they're super rare so like you never get to see like you know I wouldn't have found another one it's not like That's true. I'll wait it out and like I'll continue looking on Craigslist and I'll find another although one although I think some might be coming out of the woodwork now they are I've started to see that I yeah know, because there was two on bring a trailer one was a earlier gen like an 86 yep and then there was another uh all track but it wasn't anything just one on there currently too the really low mileage uh first gen the st165 which is the yeah. red one did you see it i think that's on 86 
uh is it no it's like i think it was an 88 or something oh, okay. yeah but that one was i think it's like a seventeen thousand mile car like perfect Jesus. condition and it was last i checked it was like 18 grand or something Damn. so like um i don't know so, so maybe we're, we're not helping here for the value of these cars but um uh yeah i don't know i thought it was a really good choice for for what we're I, doing and, i agree and, and the fact that it's a such time. a cool unique car i mean are, are there any changes that you want to make? No. I want to raise it a little bit still because it's it's on coilover, so it's it's pretty low. I think like we I, we were talking you didn't about raise it. it at all. I couldn't because um, yeah, I um, think yeah, you wanted to right. I wanted to like I want to raise it at least like an inch, maybe even more, and maybe you two want inches. To get it aligned, right? And then I have to get it realigned. I already had it re aligned and dialed like in, yeah. in Florida before, so it handles great. It's just that um, you know in some of these sharp bumps, we were hitting the bump stops, especially yeah. up front. Um, so we we're running out of travel, so it would be nice to raise it and, and i think it'll look better too no more rubbing right no no, no rubbing. Nice. Yeah. zero yeah because you i mean warren was in the car when it was rubbing like crazy and the clutch felt better i didn't stall it's nice it. it's not yeah. that hard is it? it oh yeah art did I stalled <laughs> it the hardest thing about that car is like driving at five miles an hour yeah it, yeah, it does absolutely. it gets the bucking it, oh like and the other yeah. thing that i felt made it harder for me to get used to it was it didn't it didn't have a working tachometer so i mm. oh, yeah. was Sometimes struggling to know what gear to be in because you—it's really loud. Oh uh, so yeah, that, that seems like it might be kind of hard. Yeah, I would—I would definitely. That just makes it easier for the first-time drivers of that car. Yeah, especially coming into it. I feel like I got used to it pretty quick. I don't. You I just go won the raffle from Seattle Speedometer, dude. I know. I, was, I did mention oh, it really? when we were doing. You remember I was saying it? Oh no, it was to. Uh, I think it might have been to you, Brian. Well, and you're like, do they I'm do? Sure, you could get a deal. Yeah, you're like, do they do modern shit? shit? Yeah. Because it's like this weird, yeah, little tr transistor or some shit. But I oh, looked right. it up, dude, and you literally have to disassemble the entire fucking cluster. It's like a four-hour job, <laughs> and yeah. in addition to pulling it out, you know, so pl plastic tabs and screws. Uh, Dude, stuff, so stuff right like now nightmare. and shit that breaks and yeah. you know all that. so oh, yeah, yeah. at this point yeah i just go by ear it does have a rev limiter and so like i haven't hit it and i can tell you could just feel when the boost starts or when the power starts to drop off and that's when i shift i can yeah, just like, get a, that, stop by craig and get a sun pro that's a good idea is that um like special for that car or is it every celica the uh attack attack the whole instrument cluster it is because it has the boost cage in it oh yeah yeah, it does. Um, tracks. That sucks. How about this question? Uh, you had uh, your X993 rally, uh, car on the rally. Yep. And we were behind it several times. How, yeah, how, do you, how does that feel being next to one of your previous it's, cars dude, I, that like, car is so pretty on the road it is. it's so I mean, sexy it's like it, it it's, it's kind of the whole package and it sounds amazing it's really really cool and i i told him hard for you well i told him straight up i'm like i don't care how i'll figure it out but when you do if you do decide to sell it i have to get that car back and he did give me first right refusal <laughs> i'll i'll figure it out like I, that car is that's the one i always i mean people ask us you know that's the only one that i i don't regret selling it but i that's the one that i would love to have back ocean spray foam metallic yep Ocean spray green. Tinkleberry. Ocean <laughs> spray <Purple>. teal. <laughs> blue. Purpley blue. Aquarius, I think, in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that car is perfection, and it looks so good on the road, man. It's and I we we're looking at it because we we're going um, uh, one of the roads we we're driving behind it, and I was like telling where I'm like, this is wide enough. Like I I like the narrow bodies, dude. I I, I don't on I don't its know. own it does look wide. Yeah, right. But then it does. Oh yeah, see, it looks super. It's got wide. nice hips. Yeah. yeah, but an S is pretty nice. They're cool. I I mean I just yeah it's a so, preference thing. So I talked about on the room podcast we did, but. Um, the same part where your gauge got hot, I pulled over and my car was like pissing radiator fluid out of it. Oh, at the summit? Yeah. Mm. And it was pissing radiator fluid out of the overflow tank tube. 
mm-hmm. going out of the overflow. Um, but it wasn't like overheating or anything. And then, uh, so the last day I went to AutoZone or one of those places, O'Reilly's, and I got a, a thermostat cap. My old thermostat cap was all, um, thermostat cap, radiator cap, radiator cap. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Um, overflow tank cap. It, my old one was like stuck kind of, and it, w- it basically wasn't releasing pressure. Oh, yeah. So oh. they're supposed to be like 13 PSI. Right. And it was stuck. So it wasn't releasing any pressure. So it was acting as like it was forcing fluid out. Yeah. Yeah. I had and, the same problem. Um, so I just, you know, bought a $5 tank and had, you know, cap or cap. What is it? I'm <laughs> cap. And then we did the whole drive and I drove home and totally I checked it. the fluid and it's like perfect all nice. the way up. So yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah, mine. I was I was explaining to you guys at lunch at the end there, but mine looks like the rubber seal from the previous oh, cap yeah. is still under there, and so I was. It's like sandwiched, so it's just like it's in, and you could tell that the previous or the current cap, the one that's on there, sort of the rubber's a little degraded and it's thinner. So they like to compensate. They they put the other one under there, but now it was we were, I have the same issue. It was like pissing out of that, you yep. know. Yep. And uh, so it's not venting, right? Yeah, Which exactly. It's supposed to do at a certain pressure. Yeah. Um, but yeah it's a super easy remedy you know or mm-hmm. a solvable thing um so yeah i'll do that but other than that yeah like i how, how'd you guys do on oil um or you guys i mean <laughs> the polaris <laughs> i think i added like a a quarter quart oh that's it yeah damn nice i added a full quart did you full quart yeah by the end oh by the end by, i yeah, mean like a thousand miles hard driving it's not like unacceptable yeah that's fine right a full court yeah absolutely especially that kind of driving yeah and a, a turbo turbo yeah. what kind of gas mileage you get uh there's bad. lots of talk about gas mileage <laughs> super <laughs> poor i got low, 20, low teens i got 20 really I would yeah. say you lower. got 25 10-ish 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 Dude, fucking Gen. Rumor has it, yeah. Gen is getting like eight. Yeah, he said five. He did the math. <laughs> that's really? crazy. That's what he said. It was downtown to Crawley. Five, right? Five. I heard five. Yeah, yeah that's what I we heard. were we weren't much better. I got like twenty. Yeah, maybe a little over twenty. And Camisa said he was getting like he got. 30. He said he got thirty or something. That's I don't buy weird. it. I don't buy that either. <laughs> he just wanted to win. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he also said his car is the only four cylinder that's ever sounded good oh gosh <laughs> that's really Bold claim Camisa. ninth rebuild by the way on that engine and it's and it's still not right i think he's saying like yeah, it's yeah. still consuming Something, oil something's something. up yeah 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 he's like you think guys you guys think i'm ocd he's on a whole Whoa. other fucking level yeah that's a whole other story, <laughs> that's <laughs> all story. so you can buy a polaris no <laughs> that's a... brad okay. loved it does that surprise you? <laughs> no, I, I don't trust anything like I said. I know it's almost <laughs> about like, like cars, like it's. Yeah. He also Brad is makes the same. He's like, well, I'm not really into like nuances and like little details of cars. He, he's like, yeah, I just like to drive. Because we were we were comparing shitty Tomo tires to like Michelin's, and he said, I don't know, all sure. tires are pretty good. <laughs> all tires are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> is that like the argument that there's like no bad cars these days like he's like new cars yeah. i mean he always tries to make the argument that s drives are really good tires because he drove in the snow once in them and it's like yeah. what are you what <laughs> like, it's like paul from auto kennel is pretty funny too because he's like he's like did a bunch of track stuff and, you know he's like track guy yeah he raced um 
and uh, he he like rocks his Sumitomos, and then he says he like he just he just changed his Sumitomos to like they were sixty fives before or sixties. Now they're sixty five series tires. He says he doesn't feel a single difference, and then. <laughs> You know, just like stuff like that. He's all, yeah, I can't tell the difference at all. You know what? I I wonder if those tires are like basically equivalent of what the car would have been outfitted with in period, you know? Yeah. They're modern, like, you know, whatevers. Yeah. And like, and you know, tires have have improved so much, right? And like, and so they're really cushy. I almost feel like those tires, you know, like it's like when you stiffen your suspension, like all of them, and then the ne- the, the the next weak point gets the one that gets affected, mm-hmm. right? It's like, and so your tires take the brunt of that, and yeah. you have to have grippier rubber, right? Other, and so, yeah. Um, so I feel like with his car, it's all soft, and like so, the softer Sumitomos are more suited for that, right? Because they're uh-huh. very compliant, and so like, any and it's a very progressive. I mean, like, he drives fast. And I mean, he drives fast, but like, if he had like the oh, stiffer does, sidewall, yeah. like the HDR yeah. Z3s, like they would be sliding all over the place, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, because he's driving them hard. Yeah, like, you're right. So I don't know. There's something there. I think. And you then know? he also we had a we had a it was kind of a neat conversation, like talking about because Paul was saying he doesn't like limited slips on the road mm. huh. for rear wheel drive cars, and he was saying basically because they they make it where the car will understeer, and and the the guy in the Toyota MR2 with the swap. Oh the yeah, Lotus swap. Nice car. He bro. has an LSD, and he said when he put the LSD in it, it made it work understeers a lot. Really? Um, and then, but but and then Chris was saying, yeah, that's the way it felt. That, like his car will do that too, but on the track, it's like really good. His 944. Mm. But he says the LSD does help a lot in like heavy braking. You know, it doesn't. It it, it, right. it won't like come around as much, but yeah, it, it definitely understeers a little more. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of like it's like street stuff, like street back road stuff compared to track yeah. stuff. It's so different, you know. Yeah, I guess it also depends on the setup. And like he's talking about a two way diff, or like where it's like acting under braking too. Like not mm-hmm. all of them are like that, but. I mean, like, especially like the type of shit that we're driving on here where you're going like, like my 2002 is horrible. Like, especially going uphill. Like when, when 2002 is like Nador, or basically E30s, 2002s are notorious for like not being able to find that grip. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's, so it's, it always immediately spins the other one. Right. So in this case you would be fine. Right. Yeah. So 944 um, is like. I don't have LSD and you kind of don't need it. If you have enough droop and like, that's it why it has like, enough, yeah. like it, it, it grabs the, you know, it like yeah. droops it like, and it just grips. You know? I mean, yeah. it'll get, it'll, it'll like spin on really nice tight stuff, but it'll, it'll kind of just like, it'll be quick and kind of get you sideways and then you'll yeah, move yeah. along. That's odd though. Yeah. Cause I feel like the MQ, for example, like on throttle rotation, was way better because of the LSD. Cause it puts the power to where the, where the grip is and it uh-huh. just wants to rotate you, you know, like, I guess it just depends on setup, but I wanted to mention that MR2 though. Like that is one of the nicest MR2s I've ever seen. It's, this is the last gen. Yeah. The ugly know? spider one. Yeah. Like, and it's, it was, it had a hard top red. The, like, the hard top helps a lot. It helps yeah, a lot. It does. Bubbly. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It helps a lot. Yeah, it's a and he had nice wheels on it, like good stance. Like I don't know, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. I, I keep wanting a front body kit, like something to do with the headlights and I don't yeah. Know. I didn't. Yeah, but I, and maybe it's the red color, but it kind of hides it all well. Yeah, and it, I I like that nice. interior, like the dash. You know, I didn't sit in it or anything, but it's all yeah. very simple. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Like we're talking about like 
it's thinking about it like as an lease, right? It's just a toy. It's just yeah. a tool. Yeah. Forget the plastics. Forget the bullshit. Yeah. Like it's just a driving tool, you know. But like, you can it, get in and out of it. And, and you can get it in and out of reliable. it. Exactly. It's like I mean, as a, as opposed to a, an Elise, and you can like work on it. Yeah. There's it's like it's and... a kind of just a better Elise. Well, Speaking. I'd love to drive it back to back because the yeah. Elise is. And the steering is supposed to be really tighter. sharp and and crazy on those as well. Yeah, but the chassis's got to be not as refined and I mean uh, refined. Well, <laughs> just not I, as stiff. You use the word refined. Stiff. I don't think it was anything. Yeah, but what he was saying yeah. is we we're talking about it, and he's like, people keep trying to compare this to all this other exotic shit. Like I just tell them compare it to a Miata. Like a Miata is a super basic little sports car. Like you know, and it's, it's not. Yeah, and it's yeah. yeah. And so now, but instead, you get a mid engine. You get like the potential to do all these cool swaps and like yeah. all these setups. And like you know, it's it's Wait, a good. But that guy has an Exige, and you know, and then his good friend had that. The blue one, the blue one. Yeah. So I mean, there's comparisons to be made there. Oh, I'm not saying not. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. it's... Yeah. Well, what do you guys? What do you guys do? Miata or MR2? I do Miata, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in the Miata camp. I need to drive one though. Maybe I'll do that MR2 shit. But you're talking about a a and you kind of sure. And compared to that, and it's comparing with that MR2. It's hard because I mean, are you comparing it to a swapped MR2? Yeah, right. Because that is kind of the key right there. Yeah, I think swap a Miata. Yeah, so right, a dialed Miata is a is a pretty nice. So we should say that he had the Lotus Elise motor in that car, basically, which is a Toyota motor. Yeah, so like it's it really changes things. It sounded really. What is the difference? I mean, from the stock MR2 to that Elise motor. What's the big difference? Oh, horsepower? Yeah. Like 60 horsepower? Something like Six, that? The yeah. stock one's only wow. 130 or something. Yeah. And then that one basically gets the motor that was in the Celica, right? The GTS, yeah. Yeah, so the GTS motor was 170 or 80. Yeah, yeah but, the Elises make like 189 or something so like that. at least but, 50 horsepower gain. Yeah. Jeez. Well, that's huge. And they rev to like 77 or something. Well, and is it bigger displacement? I don't know. Uh, Two liter probably yes. still, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so because that's no. that, that uh, would pay a lot. One eight to, for those. Besides uh, peak horsepower, having a wait, lot of a lower end fucking power one would eight. be helpful. And thought it was a, a one eight. Like they might both be one eight. So. I thought they were one eight. I think the stock motor is a two liter, and it's like just like a little agricultural motor. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, it was always weird that they didn't put that GTS motor in the MR2. I know, really weird. And then because they're made at the same time, doesn't make any sense. Has, has to be quite a bit lighter, right? I don't know. I mean, that's what I, mean yeah, I guess plastic like. and all that, like body panels. Yeah, I would think so. And chassis and all that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really want to drive. I mean, I should drive his car. Which is... <laughs> I know. I should have at least checked it out closer and sat in it. That's what I always kick myself. It's like, I barely, we didn't run with him once. So, yeah. Stopping that roadside stuff, I just didn't see that car except for like, yeah, I ran meetings. with him on one. It was pretty, and yeah, it was good. Yeah. He, he looked pretty good. Yeah. I was telling him it looked like it didn't roll a lot, like it was nice and like, He's like, it feels like it rolls a lot, but <laughs> I just yeah. had a couple of flybys like while I was waiting, like around, uh-huh. like, and he flew by, and it sounded really awesome. Seems like, like an ideal car for some of those roads that we were driving. Yeah, yeah. that's one car that I definitely wanted to drive, and um, I got offered to drive the uh, the FD, the really minty silver uh, oh, FDR yeah, X7, yeah. but we never got around to it. Uh, we were supposed to swap keys with Gen too because he wanted to drive my car, but we didn't get a chance to. And... Yeah, and that was right at when we got the flat tire. <laughs> yeah, or he got the flat tire. Yeah, yeah I ran with Gen for a little bit. That was fun. The nice it's, explore. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, he just, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's breaking that thing in. I didn't know it had a three eight in it. Yeah, <clears throat> that thing's beefy. I yeah. thought it was just a stock RS America. That's mm-hmm. legit. Yeah, it's a three eight, and then he has big reds on it. So dope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any other cars you you wish you would have gotten a chance to drive? 
out there? I was offered, uh, Sergio offered the uh, SC. Oh, his um, car's nice. And I didn't. It was tough because he left a little early. He had another engagement to get back to, so didn't have as much time. And then uh, Drew offered the Volvo, but I was kind of just chilling. And once I, you know, drove the Celica a little bit, yeah, it was nice. It was nice being a co-driver. I get where I just want to like, I'm in my car. I don't really want to like swap around. Yeah. Well, I mean, you there's a lot of buildup in these rallies. It only happens so often, and it's like getting the opportunity to drive your car on these amazing roads is like a big deal. So it's like swapping out of that kind of like we're at Cars and Coffee. I'll take the keys to people's cars and go run them. But yeah. I just kind of like doing it in my car, yeah. you know? I would have definitely liked to drive the Lancia. So yeah, we should get definitely get around it. I want to drive it sometime. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very similar. It's ridiculous. Like, it's so similar. Um, the, the only thing that is different about the Lancia is the seating position and that the steering's a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. But it feels... The, the cars drive exactly the same, like the way that they feel. Um, and yeah, the, cause you, you have the, I think I mentioned, right. The angled steering wheel the and, steering wheel. and you it's sit like Italian a, ape. you sit like you're yeah. driving a truck, like really upright and the yeah. you kind of stomp on the pedals, like almost Ooh. like Brian yeah. would love it. Yeah. This sounds, you love it. Sounds like someone would hate. Yeah. He also, again, was saying he had a bunch of warning or like he couldn't trust his gauges and there were some warnings coming on that he didn't really think. <laughs> I don't imagine that. He kept like basically saying, ah, Italian car, you know? So I don't know. I'm but so glad he brought it. Survived, it survived, dude. Yeah. I mean, it looks so good out it there. It looked great. It made it. He looked like he was having a good time. He was. I think all every all the cars did better than I thought. I mean, I didn't think like I mean a couple cars didn't make it. Obviously, like two, but that didn't make the whole thing. But rate. every other car made it, and there wasn't like, a, I mean. There wasn't crazy repairs. Shout out Kate. to Joe and Sabrina and the bug too. Like. Yeah, dude, no problems. <laughs> yeah, they were just keeping just... the jack ready for warm for people, and they're just mobbing. So they, what, what year is that bug? Do you guys remember? It's like a fifty-three. Oh, that old? That early? No, no, no. it's not old. That was the number on that, but it's not. It oh, wasn't right. Yeah. It's a Herbie like replica. I think it's like early sixties, right? Sounds about right. Sounds right. Yeah. It was really nice condition too. Really nice car, dude. dude it's had full Monte Carlo setup, which I was like, "Is that your favorite I, one?" Jesus it is Christ. by Monte Carlo. Dude, I was I was in the bar with him. I was like, "You got to make it like a Monte Carlo," and he's like, basically describes all of the elements that, like, you know, the big fat tires on the steel yeah. wheels, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's like, that's it." It looked great. Yeah, yeah. they mobbed it out there, man. Stuck, stuck. They could, they could be our, uh, you know support vehicle i know it's the slowest oldest car on the rally that's our support vehicle right so that's good right he, like he just like shows yeah, up eventually a as like just a sweeper. sweeper sweeper exactly exactly yeah, yeah. Like, as, as stuff is out there so i only want to say one thing about the polaris uh it, i'm surprised that so the thing ripped Earth undeniably Earth. on the back roads huh? what's that or it's like making a racket over oh yeah. is it a racket quiet down no? quiet down art um here's a fidget spinner <laughs> no that's probably louder um it's just trying to process my feelings after the fact uh i think it's really important to me that a car looks good which is a really surprising thing for me to say <laughs> but have you seen i just you? think it's so it's it's so ugly with the three wheels that i just could not get around it and it made yeah. me not want to drive that thing even though it was a blast yeah and that seems like a very superficial thing to say but it's just like you know the kind of the end result for me is like i was embarrassed to be driving that thing and it it totally took away from 
you know, uh, any any love that could have grown from That's it. So and funny. it did deserve a lot because the more and more I drove it, the more it handled just like a four wheel car. That's so like bizarre. you could do almost anything with it. Um, and I think there is, you know, I'm no suspension expert and I, I don't know all the finer points of this stuff, but it does feel like you lose a lot of uh feel right at that squishy part of like the limits of adhesion you know just you don't you don't have that rear suspension to be you know yeah uh, soaking into the corners and so there's something there but you still get around the corner super fast it was not pushing you know it 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 it, uh had elements of slidey elements to it if you wanted to go there and it was for some of these tight sections it was just amazing and you were experiencing it in a whole different way because you're like right over the you know you're right over everything you know it, it's all uh right in front of you and the the shifter felt good the engine sings in its own you know tractor like way um <laughs> so if it had four wheels you would be into it like you would want I, I think it's funny that single detail i would be over the moon with it <laughs> Interesting. And even if the even dynamics were just, the same, even if the dynamics were the same, I just looked at a picture of one of the four wheel conversions, and I was like, "That's my favorite car ever." <laughs> I mean, and, that, and that's kind of what we were going Which for. Which is crazy, right? That, it's like you fucking hose that thing out. It's like super minimalist, right? Yes. Like it's yeah. exposed. Nothing, yes. None of that it's shit matters. What is toy. what is the minimum needed for fun? Yeah, and that's it. And that's I'm why totally we picked in. that car for I you. I know, and it's and I think it was an awesome choice, and because it's like and it's so interesting to just go through the whole weekend and it's like you know what, what you know how do you feel about it and compared to these real cars and I was stoked to get rides in real cars, and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean at the same time, yeah, like it, it, yeah, bare essentials, minimum needed for fun, and it's all brand new stuff. Like man, one thing, another note is that. Yeah, I was so appreciative to have uh, a, a brand new motor and brakes and yeah. cooling system. Right. I didn't have to worry about a thing That's the entire awesome. weekend except for, uh, you know, the seats being wet in the morning. Yeah. Sure. So I yeah, have you, I was looking for this, but unfortunately they're not available on Turo for some reason. Um, I didn't get a very good answer, but KTM Crossbow or Expo, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the same thing with four yeah. wheels, you know? Yeah. And, and like I was searching for those and I talked to Steven and he's like, yeah, like for some reason they don't allow those. But they allow Polaris's, so I I, I don't well, know. Well, I mean, That's when you say they, you mean Turo? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't figure out why though. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. What if the uh, rear of that Polaris was enclosed? <laughs> I saw one that was kind of like that, like a, like Morgan a full three custom deal. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's a pretty ugly rear end. Regardless, it's I can't, just stink bugs sitting up there. I can't. Fi- I can't imagine <laughs> a like how they do stink a four wheel conversion on those though. You <laughs> apparently it's completely bolt on. Huh. You just bolt on this whole suspension uh, frame. Regular it probably Brian. has a whole like subframe with two shocks, then, right, and everything. Maybe. Gets rid of that yeah. mono shock in the it middle. Does. Or yeah. it's just like yeah. a, or yeah. it's just like a ATV. And it's still it, it's, that's a really good uh, uh, proposition because you register yeah. you still register it as a motorcycle. Too, I mean, it's right? technically totally. illegal no gonna, to do that, but, but no yeah, no, yeah, no one's gonna know. That's dude, Brian. How much are those players? Oh, but I mean, at the same time, it's like I mean, the practical solution here is you just get a Miata and strip the shit out of it. Hmm. You know, do it, do a K swap Miata and strip everything out yeah. of it, and that's like you know, you're in for it. 10 grand or whatever no yeah. that's probably not but strip everything you don't have out, to do but it's a case not swap, meant to but... be that way so then you've got like fucking like exposed metal and like wires no you can just do like um, carpet without 
insulation and stuff. I mean, I mean it would be exposed it would be a fun exercise to make a waterproof Miata. Like oh, you get seats oh, that waterproof. are you like do, pull it well, all no, out, I mean, rhino line it. I'm, I'm saying that it's a benefit to this thing that you can hose it out, right? Like you know, <laughs> well, you, could, you wouldn't be easy to have that because it doesn't have a top or anything. No, no, it's nice to be able to put a hose in your car and you don't you just do it. Yeah. I like it. Do they advertise it seriously? The, the whole thing's in waterproof? Yeah, no, that's like a, that's well, a thing. Well, you have to drive it, dude, and it's going to be like, know, it's going to get weather. There's roadsters and stuff that are like, you got to pull over in the rain and not get but it they wet. they all have tops. No, dude. it's like, you know, they advertise the, the, so, the hose-off seats and what everything, and they, drain, they have like drain the, holes. They come with like a little, like... They uh, still come with a bikini top thing. Like with, a little uh, and side, Duffy. And side little windows. A even Duffy like, top. Even the Gen 1 Viper has it. I know, I know. I'm just saying that even if you have the top off, you're supposed to like pull over. And the Polaris, apparently, you just keep... It doesn't have shit. <laughs> it doesn't what? even have doors. Do you? Are you afraid of it because it's kind of like a jet ski? Yeah, dude. Same age. <laughs> it's just... Afraid of it. Uh, by the way, I just looked this up. The four-wheel bolt-on conversion looks pretty sick. And it's probably like let 10 me, grand. Let me see a picture of it. So it you I, cool. I, I 25 grand it. plus 10 grand. Yeah, I don't see how that fixes the ugly styling of the whole thing. I, I think it's it pretty dope. It I love tough. the front. It's like, the front looks like a tarantula or something. It's kind of cool. You like the front of the... It's the same. Oh. Now Lane's down. Look at him. <laughs> he didn't uh, immediately reject it. It's kind of down. <laughs> and it's, it's the perfect fucking Brian car right there. Minimal open wheel practically. I mean, yeah. open wheel thing is pretty Look rad. at Look at how long it's taking Lane to hate this thing. I mean, that's <laughs> an endorsement I mean, the rear itself. suspension looks fucking rad, but <laughs> yeah. apparently it's like worthless. Like someone was commenting oh, on really? whatever thread and they're like, there's no... Uh, you know the roll center is all fucked up or mm. whatever. Yeah, I still I don't really understand how it works. Let me find a better picture for you, Warren. It's still an ugly piece of shit. Yeah, it's still an ugly fucking car. It's definitely an extreme. The front end is so uh, the front. I yeah, mean, I I hate that styling. But the thing it that seems really overly complicated. The yeah. really that really yeah. gets it is the. Uh, That's exactly one of those SEMA builds right there. That's a better picture, Warren. Right? How much? I do mean, these it really cost? completes the thing. You Did know, you look up knows. how much these things cost? Polaris's? Brad yeah. said twenty five conversion. Oh. oh, the conversion. Oh. I think it's like ten grand. Polaris's so are nineteen nine nine five or something. Thirty. Brad was huh? saying twenty five, so maybe it's 20? like you know by the See, time you do this, look at that. Package. That's a conversion. <laughs> <laughs> ATV. It's just an ATV with, with like sharp wheels. But like, I mean, Ginsu, I think. Ginsu and by the way, never trust what Brad says. I think all of you guys would have appreciated the driving. I dynamics. am kind of bummed I didn't find a time to drive it. Dude, I, we should all get them and do something. That was a thought that crossed my mind yeah. during the day. I was like, man, what if we? I I feel lame driving this thing right now. But what if we all had them? And it was like, that's not gonna help. That would be super fun. No, that would be even lamer. Yeah. It would be more lame. I think we have to go. At like, least you're someone, lame together. Someone has to get that. That's the way someone all has... those people that have them are. They they travel with groups. It's like that's true. they're lame. That is what <laughs> they're lame groups of dorks that get those. Yeah, it almost seems no. like um no. I don't know. Like, isn't it like a rapper thing? I remember when I was in Miami Beach, like that was the thing. Everyone was ro like, all these dudes yeah, rolling out. Yeah, cheap. No, and... it's a uh, dude. Uh, Sling Kings with a Z. Look up that? that hashtag. Pat Murphy was hang putting adding me to these freaking <laughs> wait. Do you have shot a, things? Is it a S or is which one? Yeah, did it's you an have? S. Top of the line. Oh, it's the top of the line. Gangster. Top of the line. You guys, paint is that the fucking difference. 
Because they start at nineteen nine nine five, and then it like goes up from there. Lane, when when did you eat? What does the S mean? Because uh, you might, uh, I'm, I'm, I might make you throw up right oh, now. Wait, S eat? isn't top of the line though. <laughs> what is uh, S L R L E is damn, and that's thirty thousand nine nine five nine nine nine. Absurd. That's like so many choices oh at my that price. God. Can you imagine the Miata you could build for thirty <laughs> grand? Yeah. Or the brand new BRZ you can get. Or the Elise. Or, or the Elise you can get. And then the Slingshot S. So the Slingshot S starts at nineteen nine nine nine. SL starts at twenty five four nine nine. I think this was the SL. And the SLR is twenty eight nine nine nine. So another another detail is that uh, I would take you know you're out in the middle of the beautiful beautiful countryside. Uh, you know, mountain views, awesome landscapes for taking photos. And I would take a photo of this and I would just be like, oh, I just didn't want to show anybody the photo and I didn't want to post anything. And it's almost like, like burn the film. Oh, but from, man. from your perspective though, like how rad is that thing? You're totally exposed. I mean, like to, for like to absorb yeah. the scenery. Yeah. I mean, like, that's like going through the, uh, um, whatever that little tree tour we were doing. Yeah. What, what was what's Avenue, it called? Oh, Avenue yeah. of the Giants? Yeah. Going through that in the slingshot. It's, it's like, so cool. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. That car becomes a really bad value proposition at even the model you had at 25. I, I wonder what they're going for used. How was your, uh, uh, public persona what do you mean by that were people like waving at you i mean you probably had one of the most i got waves, cars. waves uh from motorcyclists and kids loved it right like I kids remember, loved it yeah yes they did so and all the people on the rally were like i you know constantly fielding questions about it so there was people when i was going to dinner i heard this family walking like at the hotel next to us or the gas station they're like kids we're gonna go look at this three-wheel car and they oh, were really? like building it up they're like where is it they're like the blue one over there <laughs> the homer homer mobile we were so stoked on it um so i just got a text from uh hushy pushy look at this beauty <laughs> this is not it good is, for the podcast it is a, a, it's a z3 coupe m coupe m coupe with with the rear quarter window is filled and it has a round bubble window like you would see. Like an old like porthole, like port a man hole. out of a rolling heavy. How gnarly yeah. is that thing? Oh. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Yeah. Hey, man, dude. Whoa. <laughs> man, dude, whoa. All right, so moving on. Feels like it's been a while. Uh, as a plug for Patreon only podcast, um, the Vincent talk about the Vincent here, the black shadow, the black shadow. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we do have Patreon only episodes. We do at least, we've been doing three to four a month. Yeah. They're about 30 to 40 minutes long. And, um, yeah, if you go and contribute on Patreon, you can listen to all those. Yes, yes, you can. Patreon.com uh, forward slash driving all awesome. Thank you, Lane. Um, 1948, the Vincent Black Shadow set the record for uh, fastest production motorcycle. What would you guys like to uh, guess was that speed? 167. 48 on a motorcycle. Brian guesses 167. Jeez. 140. Those are guesses. We're 135. 
Mm. What did you guess? 167? Correct. Lane wins. 150.3. And that was uh, his final run. The driver was... Uh, Ryder. Ryder. Um, where it was wearing leathers. And on his final run, he went down to his... Uh, Naked. Basically almost naked. Skivvies. Skivvies. And he laid like the flying Indian style across the top of the bike. So this set. is where, yeah, this is that photo. Yeah, that's that photo. 148 miles an hour. And then he did took off his leathers and went 150.3 in 1948. It's crazy. What a badass. That, that bit of weight, huh? Dangerous <laughs> fucking thing. Hunter S. Thompson was quoted You're... as saying that uh, there's no one in the Vincent Lifetime Achievement Club because they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You just if you anyone rides that bike that fast, it's gonna just fall apart and kill That's you. Not, so. And I mean, yeah, the balls, the fastest bike in the world, meaning you're in the most dangerous seat in the world, and you strip off all of your protection. And imagine the scene at Bonneville in 1948. The cars that drove there, the rigs that carried the motorcycles, yeah. the it's very cool, yeah. like the timing and all that shit. And you just stand up after your run, and you have this huge boner from all the fun at the. <laughs> and what was the, <laughs> the, top the speed. what was the fastest production car in '48? Like well under that, obviously. Gotta be. So gotta be. What, XK120. XK120 was late '40s, right? And that's 120. That was 120. That's what I'm thinking. But imagine the tire technology of that yeah. motorcycle. Here but think about like now the fastest cars are like 230. Yeah. And then you have you would have bikes that do like two seventy. I bet a Duesenberg would go like one twenty. Well, dude, in Germany, weren't they doing? Uh, oh, the Silverado like two hundred earlier. In, that's true. Uh, in the thirties, thirties. Well, car. that's race car, race car. Oh, production cars, yeah. The doozies will do one twenty. I think so. Don't don't quote me. I've never driven one. I'd really like to drive one though. Would you? Yeah. Your dude. favorite coastal range rally car ever. No, definitely not. Although I think it would be what do you really think it, fun. What do you think it would give you that, like, just smoothness? Yeah, everything. Because like inputs, the seating you think position. The inputs would be amazing. Oh, I don't think it would be better than anything. I think it would just be like overall sense of occasion would be like uh -huh. off the charts. Yeah, definitely sounds, smoothness, supercharged, luxury powers. Yeah, SJ. That's what you're looking for. I think that's a podcast. Sounds good to me. I'm sure we'll remember 500 more stories Bye. between now and the next podcast. Okay, I, I, I do have uh, one little bit oh, of trivia I want to add bonus on. Trivia. I looked up in 1949, it was the XK120, but in 1894, the Benz Velo was the fastest production car in the world. Uh, what it's was like its top 18 speed? 18 miles per, per hour. In 1894, this was yeah, the fastest the first car in the car. world. Yeah. I'm going to say eight, 18. I'm going to say it's 11. high. 11 miles per hour 11.5 very good brian it's 12 miles an hour uh, <laughs> he just, just, just prices right you <laughs> prices right at you yeah totally. you did. Did. i did son of a bit point five that's not even a... <laughs> brian was about to say 60 i dude. know 400 miles an hour thank you i'll take my trophy come on what were you gonna say you didn't no one had said anything he doesn't know it's just no it was gonna be low it's just gonna be 21 and clouds and then skull he had it's not clouds. there's a lot going on here i just i was strategizing you i i was i was guys yeah strategize we lost art that's
inside out inside out inside out inside out inside out inside out 